We could solve the world's problems over a bottle of wine or all hell could break loose. You just never know with these three dynamic ladies. If you love real estate, want a little inspiration and a lot of free advice, get ready for the ride. We are Sell It Sista. Hello, listeners. You are listening to the pilot episode of Sell It Sister. Um, welcome. We are excited. We have been talking about doing this podcast for probably a year. Um, and we are um, friends, associates, a little support group, <laughs> realtors, mothers, sisters, and professionals. Um, we're a dynamic, funny group um, of ladies. And uh, when we're together, uh, we can solve the world's problems or hell can break loose. We're, you never know what you're going to get. That's for sure. Um, together, we have 39 years of experience selling real estate. How can that be possible? I'm only 39. <laughs> That's right, Carrie. 29, 29, 29 forever. Um, and this year, we sold uh, together $40 million in real estate. Woo woo! Yeah, we are not a team, we all fly solo. Um, uh, we do have a little help, uh, getting there, but, um, that's our numbers, um, by ourselves. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about real estate, um, luxury living, um, and maybe not so much cause you never know what you're going to get when you walk in a house. Nope. Nope. Um, we're going to tell you about the new hotspots in Omaha. Megan's kind of our, uh, regional hotspotter. Try to be. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about life-home balance, um, if there is one. We have yet to find one. I, I think it's a, an urban legend with uh, kids. Definitely. Um, we're also going to dive deep and give you a little inspiration. We're going to have some guests on the podcast, um, lenders, uh, people in the know. Um, it's been a rough year for everybody, and um, we're going to dive deep on some mental toughness. Um, but with that, let's introduce my amazing sisters, Megan Bankston, Carrie Owens. Megan? Hi there, everyone. Megan Bankston. Um, super happy and excited to be here. Thank you, Molly, for your brainchild. Um, just a little background about me. I've been in the industry now for over, oh gosh, 16 years. So, um, I am, I got in it directly out of college, so I'm kind of one of those, I feel like a little bit of an anomaly of a realtor that never had any other job. I don't know really anything else outside of selling real estate. You so, know a lot. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> but I'm committed for life in this industry. I love this industry. It has given me so much, and so um, I absolutely love to give back to it as well. Um, I am married to my husband, Aaron, and we have two beautiful daughters. Cameron, uh, Emma is my older one, Cameron's my younger one. Um, so Emma's three, Cameron's one. So when Molly was kind of talking about that work-life balance, I do think that's a bit of an elusive idea. And so having littles, it's very interesting and I really lean on these two a lot to just kind of help with questions and guide through things. And so um, it's, every day is fun and exciting and we never know what we're gonna get. So, hey Carrie, what's, what's your story? <laughs> totally opposite of Megan. Um, Carrie Owens here. I've been in real estate 14 years, 
the reason I got into real estate was I was married. I'm married and have three children and we love to travel. My daughters were in middle school at the time and I was like, hey, college is coming up. What are we doing? And I need three vacations a year. So I thought, <laughs> hey, why not do real estate? I'm good at it. I love it. I have a passion for design. So I got my license in the worst possible time. Well, unbeknownst to me, the worst possible time, 2007. So I started right before the market crashed. But everybody said, if you can get through this market, you can make it through anything. Yep. And at that time, my goal was probably to sell three to five houses just to create the income to pay for college and vacation. And it has morphed into a passion that I love. And I'm currently in the top 25 of realtors with Nebraska Realty. Last year might have been a little slip up here. Kind of had a tough time, but I'm still top 10%. Um, had a good year anyway, but... Um, just love what I do. I, even though Megan's still struggling work-life balance, my kids are grown. My oldest is 30, believe it or not, and I'm 39. And I still have work-life balance issues, even though I don't have any kids at home. So we're all learning. We're all sharing experiences and making it happen. Molly, tell us why you got into it. Oh, well, you know, everybody has a backstory. And um, I started because I had lost my six-figure job and we were living on my um, now ex-husband's uh, $30,000 income and wow. um, I decided I, nope. I needed to pull myself up by my bootstraps and uh, get something cooking. So, uh, turns out I have a passion for real estate and <laughs> Obviously. I, I love people. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I'm going into my ninth year. Um, I have an eight, um, or no, God, he's not eight. Where's time? <laughs> um, a 10, a 12, and a 14-year-old. I'm a single mom, divorced. Um, but man, I really love real estate. It could have the Jersey Turnpike going through it, and I would find a reason to love it. Um, yeah, so, but I want to tell our listeners about how Sell It Sister came about. Um, the three of us are members of an accountability group. And if you don't know what that is, it's a group of like-minded individuals that really push each other to be accountable and set goals. And we really push each other, kind of a support group. Right, yes. right. Um, but we found that um, at the end of the day, real estate is hard. It is stressful. And well, just... and it could be a lonely business. Yes, we all have support, our transaction people that help us, but basically you're out there on the front lines alone. And you need someone that's gonna have your back. And I think that's how we found each other. As you can tell, we're all very diverse, but we want each other to be the best we can be and we push each other to be yep. the best we can be well and then i mean just every real estate deal is different so it's nice to have other professionals within the industry that we know we can count on and rely on to ask questions and just bounce ideas off of so it's really nice to kind of have a safe zone of you know people that you know and trust and just to be able to kind of really um, help elevate, you know, that level of business as well. So about probably two years ago, the three of us said, hey, let's go to lunch. And we had 
probably an amazing three-hour lunch. Yes. And by the end of <laughs> two bottles of wine, two bottles of wine, we said, um, hey, we should do this once a month. So uh, the first Friday of every month, we go to lunch and we found that these lunches were turning into really dynamic conversations and I mean we would have waiters laughing and we would be <laughs> laughing and crying and, and really I mean really talking about things that mattered just you know what was going on in the market and we were really solving some some problems that we had uh, with transactions with husbands with kids, kids. kids. Um, and we really came together and said Gosh, we wish everybody could hear what we're going through and we would take these conversations back to accountability and there were a lot of aha moments. Yes, I agree. I agree. And it just kind of motivated us to, you know, not only motivate each other, but we would love to motivate other realtors, other moms, people that just need a little inspiration because, you know, it's a hard life right now, and we all want to stay positive and stay on top and come out of this on top. Yep. Emotionally, financially. Mentally. Mentally. Possibly physically. We're all working on that one. <laughs> and we are not just a podcast for women. Um, or real estate. Or right. real estate. There are a lot of men in this business. There are men in our accountability group, and we all have the same issues. There are... Um, lots of men out there that want to know the hot spots in Omaha, that want to know what's going on in the real estate market, and um, I'll tell you, there are not three tougher women um, in this no. market that um, haven't been through the ringer. So, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with our topic today. This is our pilot episode, so uh, we will normally try to go long enough to get you through a workout or your morning commute. Um, today may not quite be as long, but our topic today is what's happening in the market. And that is a crazy question for a crazy answer. I'm going to let um, Megan start the conversation. Megan sold $17 million this year. Um, Megan actually is the only woman that I know that has sold two houses from her labor and delivery bed. <laughs> and the woman never stops. Nope. Um, nope. So I'm going to let you uh, get a feel for kind of the crazy market that's going on, especially in Douglas and Sarpy County. Um, Megan. Why, thank you. And yes, those labor and delivery stories are true. So, <laughs> but you know what? Real estate never stops. And um, if there's time in a computer and then there's time to be able to sell something. So um, the real estate market, yes, it's crazy. It's also phenomenal right now. So um, it is definitely a heavy seller's market. So it makes it tough for buyers. But I think the big thing is having realistic expectations and being able to position yourself correctly to be successful within this market. So you're having to do things that you maybe really, you know, didn't want to do or that are a little uncomfortable. And I'd say the biggest one is if you have a home to sell, like, it's incredibly tough to get a house under contract with a home sale contingency. So it's like, you've got to really kind of dig deep and look, am I willing to make the sacrifices? Am I willing to, you know, move in with a family member or move into an apartment for a while, you know, kind of do those things. Right. I think that that makes 
the huge, huge difference to really being able to position yourself um, well in today's market as a buyer, um, as a seller, it's amazing the prices that we're, you know, able to kind of, you know, get with right. what's going on the market. Um, what I don't. You, what, how many offers are you guys seeing? I, I feel like everything's going multiple offer right now. Whether you're a one eighty price yep. point or you're a six hundred price point, we. We talked to somebody last week who was in the million dollar price range right. and got beat out multiple right. offers. Yep. Like, right. how many offers do you think you're seeing on a listing? I would say, I mean, the kind of under 250, under 300, that's an absolute insane market. Right. Right. Um, Omaha's in desperate need of needing more of that first time home buyer, you know, inventory. So um, I would say, I mean, I'm seeing anywhere from average five on up to potentially, you know, 15 right, plus. So right. it really kind of depends upon what's going on. I did see like on Facebook, uh, a fellow realtor from another company, they ended up getting 40 offers right. on one oh listing, which is just like mind blowing. And I feel like along with that is when you're looking to position yourself with a realtor as well, not, you know, it's not one size fits all. So you need to make sure that that person that you're working with on the list side and the buy side, they understand what's going on in the market. Right. They have a good, um, yeah, they've just, they know what's happening. They understand how to write the contract, read the contract. And so all those things are, you know, our skill sets are really, really being pushed. And I think that's great for the level of professionalism that you know we are really trying to exude in the industry. So, Carrie, I know Carrie? you've been writing a lot of offers on the buy side. Like, what are some of the tactics you've been using to try to, to be the top offer? Right, to win the offer right now, it's you're advising clients to, uh, to do things that, you know, five years ago, I never even dreamed. You know, last year, I think almost every buyer waived home inspection or they got the contingency to have a home inspection, but waived the opportunity to, opportunity to ask for repairs, which 10 years ago, every house you bought had a home inspection and you got any repair you wanted. Now that it's kind of unheard of. Or um, also seeing a lot less sellers paying for buyer's closing costs, which... 10 years ago, ago, that was the norm. Yeah. In fact, I think that is almost extinct in this market. There is no seller paying for closing costs because they don't have to. You know, and there, I'm having a lot of people with success writing personal letters to the mm -hmm. seller saying why we love your home, the way our, your home makes us feel, kind of putting the emotion into it because it is an emotional transaction for a seller. Yes. You know, and so that helps win the deals. And then also, sometimes you're having to go above asking price. And with that, it just de depends on how high you're willing to go. And, you know, there's all kinds of variables that we put in there. Are we going to make up the difference if the house doesn't appraise? How high are we willing to go and so you need to counsel your buyers right now yep. to make the best offer to win the deal so you know with so many buyers out there looking for homes right now my advice is if you have a home to sell under 300 you're interested in selling and you can move in with a family member a sister a parent sell your house for top dollar yep. and then put yourself in a position to buy a new house with no home sale contingency because that's how you're going to win the deal I'm seeing um, both on the list and the buy side, 
um, an escalation clause right. in play yep. on every <laughs> single offer. And if you don't know what an escalation clause, if you're new to the business or you're a consumer, an escalation clause is um, a certain dollar amount over any competing offer. And it's something nine years ago, uh, I didn't know what no. it was. No, no. We didn't use them, we didn't see them, no. and now it's commonplace. I it's, say very, it's yeah. common. Yeah. They're crazy. Um, I've seen a couple <laughs> just in with my listings where people um, are submitting uncapped escalation clauses, um, which is also unheard of. Right. But, um, well, and I had a VA buyer, which VA, they're a little bit more stringent on the appraisal process. So in order for my VA buyer who got, you know, transferred here from Texas to work at Offit, we put, did an escalation clause for 7000 over the list price and put that my VA buyer would make up the difference if the house did not appraise what we were willing to pay. When I started with the escalation prep clauses I would put maybe 500 maybe a mm -hmm. thousand but these people were moving we had a tight tight time frame and so I'm like let's go for it. you want it what would you pay top dollar yep. and that's what we wrote and we got it and he was so grateful because previously he'd been working with another agent they had wrote five offers and they hadn't got anywhere. Yeah. And his lender said, hey, I have a, um, what did he call me? I can't remember. It was some animal name. I think it was like a bobcat. And she'll get you a deal. I'm like, hey, I'm, you know what? I can be whatever you need to be. I can morph. I'll take it. So we took it. The first offer we wrote, this is was my advice. He took it and we won the deal. And he closed. And this week he is in a home. That's awesome. Didn't have to move well, into and, an apartment. And I think that brings up an important point is that what we're seeing is a really big gap between what a buyer's willing to pay in a low right. inventory market yep. and what an appraiser is willing to value that house at because Correct. there Correct. is a big disconnect there. Yep. Yeah. Are yep. you seeing the same thing? Absolutely. Um, one other thing I think that we need to talk about a little bit is just the time urgency. Like it's, that's where I feel like it gets super intense out there. You see a listing come on the market and you know we all have crazy lives we you know family stuff kids sports work it's almost like how fast can you go see it right right and which is unfortunate and i actually for everyone right i actually won a deal last week crazy enough because a realtor friend of mine posted showing start tomorrow and i sent it to my people that were in arizona anyway and i'm like you guys this is the house da 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 so we wrote an offer before they even started showing sight unseen and wrote it for 5,000 over list, and we put a two-hour turnaround time, and we won the deal. The house never actually let, uh, no one else even got to look at the house, because we wrote the offer on Friday, got it done on Friday at 2 o'clock, and it was supposed to start showing Saturday at 10. So, you're, you're amazing. I know. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. That's what you got to do to win the deal for your buyers. you got to so. be a hustler. <laughs> or a bobcat. Yes. Well, and I also, so kind of along that, too. You know, in our industry, it's a small industry, tight-knit industry. Right. You have to know your fellow agents. Yeah. Because yeah. if they know and trust that, you know, it's like when I write an offer, they know, you know, my fellow agents who know and trust me, they know that, you know, I've done the due diligence with the buyer, that my buyer's good to go, that we are solid, that they're maybe willing to say, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, let's work with these buyers yeah. potentially before it does hit the open market. I. It's just, I... I don't sometimes know, but it's just like these relationships amongst us are absolutely imperative. Correct. 
Correct. So, so important, you yeah. guys. Because people know you have integrity. Yeah. And they know you take your job seriously and you are a true professional. Yeah. And you've done the work to make sure your buyers are qualified. So, no, we're just going to keep on pushing and keep getting our buyer's houses. Yes. You know, it's exciting to say there's 800 houses on the market, and we all have multiple houses under contract. You know, with 4,000 agents in Omaha, there's a lot of agents sitting there wondering what they're doing next. Yep. But we're making it happen right now. Yes. Yeah, that's great, you guys. I'm super excited to be sharing all this real estate information. Um, next week, we're going to have a guest in to... Um, talk about some of the market statistics. We will be on location next week yeah. at, one, yes. at one of Omaha's new hot spots. <laughs> Yay! Um, and we probably won't be drinking coffee next no. week. No, no. <laughs> We're well, definitely going to up it and do some wine. Yes. Um, so thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we are Sell It Sister. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. And we will let you know what those logons are because we are learning this whole thing. But we just want everybody to know, remember every day is what you make it, and we are going to make it outstanding. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.